welcome back to the content curriculum CSF podcast. <laughs> Just keep adding more than that. Yeah, I'm your host, so. Paige Minifee, and with me today is my lovely guest. Would you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Jenny. Yay! <laughs> Jenny wrote for us the week nine curriculum, but Jenny, why don't you give us a little a little flashback to what happened last week. Yeah, this is so great because I also wrote last week. So the, oh you're gosh. hearing my voice two weeks in a row. Um, so last week we covered Galatians 5, like the end of Galatians 5, and then the very brief beginning of Galatians 6. Um, and that was basically uh, the fruit of the Spirit mm. and bearing one another's burdens. And yeah, if you missed it, go listen to the podcast talk about it with your group but that's pretty much it good stuff okay so how do the fruits the spirit and carrying one another's burdens how does that slam dunk us into this last week yes slam dunk so this week we're going to be finishing out galatians so it's Mm. the end of the semester about to go into christmas break which is so crazy um but this week we're going to be talking about sowing and reaping Mm. so we're not talking about farming here. This Mm-mm. is, uh, you know, our care of souls. Mm-hmm. Um, so metaphorical sowing of spiritual seed and reaping the harvest of salvation. So how can we get that, you know, being in the spirit, fruits of the spirit, Amen. it all relates. Mm-hmm. So Paul knew what he was doing when he was writing this. Yep. Okay. So as you're reading about this reaping and this sowing, like what in this particular passage stands out the most to you? even on a personal level or what you think would stand out most to students? Yeah. Um, I think what's cool about this passage is just the idea of sowing seeds because you never know where they'll go. Mm. Um, I remember thinking about this in college, like I would have all these random conversations and especially in college, you get to see people for, you know, four ish years. Mm. So sometimes you get a little bit more, sometimes you get a little bit less. Um, but most of the time you will never know the fruit of what comes from what you have, you know, planted or what you have sowed. So, um, I don't know. I would just think about that a lot. Like, well, you know, maybe someone has planted something before, maybe it's my job to water it. Um, but only God can do the growing of it. So Mm. it's not up to me, but I am, um, meant to kind of plant that seed in their life and keep watering it. So it was just kind of, a good reminder, like post-college for me, of it doesn't stop in college. Like you get to continually plant seeds the rest of your life. Um, But yeah, it's just cool because you never know what the Lord's going to do with it. But I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over. But um, yeah, we don't have to worry about what happens with it, but it is our job to plant them. And so all these cool conversations you get to have with people – yeah, just keep them going. Like when you feel the spirit leading you to talk about the Lord when it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, mm-hmm. go for it because the Lord may be doing something there. Yeah. And you just think about all the people that planted seeds in you mm-hmm. maybe throughout your life or that maybe you don't talk to anymore, but you remember that one conversation from years ago or whatever yeah. that's had an impact on you even today. Like those people may never know where you are at today, mm-hmm. but they still were pivotal parts in even your own story. Like yeah. I always think about that when I read this passage. And I also always think about the other passage that talks about reaping and sowing. Like um, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. 
And in like almost an, a different kind of point of view, I feel like we expect to get good things all the time. Yeah. But we want to do very minimal work. Mm-hmm. But like Jesus very wisely said that you reap what you sow. Yeah. Like if you're not sowing good things, sowing things of the kingdom, then you will not mm-hmm. reap an eternal harvest. You yeah. will not reap the things of Christ. So even more so with our call to be on mission, if we're not sowing Christ's love on campus or even like sowing discipleship type relationships in our lives, mm-hmm. we're not going to see that fruit in our yeah. lives. Which I think is so cool how this is kind of a farming mm-hmm. metaphor or analogy. I don't really know what the right word is that for that. Um, but when you think about farmers, like at least in my mind, I'm like, these are very hardworking people. Like mm-hmm. you don't, even when you plant a garden in your backyard, like it's not something that's like, Oh, I just plant it. And then in three months I get to harvest, you know, this large harvest. Like yeah. there is so much work that goes into it, whether that's, you know, birds trying to pick at the seeds, whether mm-hmm. that's uh pests just getting in or bunnies that love to eat the flowers or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, or I don't know, just the weeds that come up. Like there is so much work that comes in planting and harvesting that this metaphor or whatever it's called, you can do with it. (laughs) Um, it's just so key to remember, like so much work has to go into this. And Mm -hmm. so we can't expect to put minimal work in and gain this huge reward. Like it takes so much work, but it is so worth it. Like think about, I mean, if you've ever planted a garden before, which I really haven't, but my mom has, and mm-hmm. so I got to see it through her. Or if you know Allie Rankin, mm-hmm. she loves doing that. Um, but, you know, when you get to actually harvest, like, oh, I planted this pumpkin, I don't know how long it takes to grow a pumpkin, three months ago, <laughs> or these tomatoes, and then you get to have this beautiful feast afterwards with yeah. all these foods. And I mean, there's so many people that I know that have planted and they're like, I have way too much. Like I grew way too much. Please take my zucchinis. Mm. Please take my tomatoes. Please take all these things. Um, but it took so much work to get there. And that mm-hmm. feast is so beautiful at the end when you get to eat all of what you have help to create oh yeah and to share that mm-hmm. with other people yeah like that's a whole other sermon yeah, whole other sermon. <laughs> yeah i love that i feel like jesus talks so much about um farming metaphors mm-hmm. i mean just and even with like the whole sheep and shepherd thing yeah. like they were seen as lowly as we see farmers today mm-hmm. really and so i think he knew that this imagery would withstand like the test of time yeah and even now like I mean we may not be farmers or shepherds but there's so much that we can relate to um and like Mm -hmm. you just never know the impact of what you've done like yeah I just recently heard a story one of my friends from high school who I like kind of discipled her she texted me um a few days ago and she was like hey this reel just popped up on Instagram that had this song on it and it was a for king and country song, which, you know, if you mm-hmm. ever listen to Caleb Throwback. growing up, that was really <laughs> all of Caleb. Um, but she was like, this song popped up and it reminded me one time when we were on our way to cheer practice, that song was playing in your car because you always played Christian music on the way to mm-hmm. practice. And that was the first time I ever really listened to a Christian song. And wow. so she went home and like looked up the lyrics, lyrics and kind of like memorized wow. what it was saying and like what it talked about. And she's like, that was kind of the first moment that I really tried or really started to think about God. And I was like, 
I have. Wow. I was like, the fact that you've like never told me the story. Yeah, you're I haven't just heard it finding until, this out. I mean, this is probably eight, nine, ten years later wow. that I'm just finding out about this. And I was like, that is so cool. And you didn't like, even know you were like, planting that seed. I was like, that wasn't even something I did like yeah. intentionally. Like, oh, I'm going to play Christian music while I drive all my friends to practice because yeah. this is going to lead them to the Lord. Like, I had no idea. That was just what was on my radio because that's normally what I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either that or country in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> it was not always fun. But... Um, yeah, it's just you never know what the Lord can do with what you even plan to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, that wasn't even planned. But, yeah, just those little seeds. Like, you sprinkle them wherever. It's yeah. not your job to decide if it is, hard, like, ripe soil or yeah, whatever it's called. Rocky or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the thorns or the rocky or the yeah. fertile soil. Like, mm-hmm. you just toss your seeds. Um, and it's it's encouraging like, I think I, I can even be tempted to hear, like, oh, planting seeds is so hard and, mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of work and gardens take so much work to see fruit and you may never know how long it'll take. Like, I can easily hear that and be like, oh, okay, well, then I just won't even try. Right. But it it should be an encouragement that, like, eat for those people that, like, maybe are starting to get hopeless, like, I haven't mm-hmm. seen any fruit in my life yet. Like, why hasn't God moved? Like, when yeah. is this thing finally going to happen like this is an encouragement to hold on Mm -hmm. like you you have no idea what god could be growing underneath the surface that you don't see yet Mm -hmm. and like the work is on him like we are called to go like live like christ like jenny didn't even know that she was planting this seed in this person but god used that Mm -hmm. for his glory and even just like choose to hear this like scripture as encouragement yes. and even pointing your guys's groups to don't let them leave group feeling like, Oh, well, I'm just going to have to, I I will never work hard enough to get right. the, the fruit of God. Yeah. It's not about how hard we work. Right. I want people to hear that, which I, but I also patience. want people to hear like, it is hard work, but it's not on us to be like, we just have to pull yeah. ourselves up by the bootstraps and go like, yeah, it's not on us to do. It is the Lord's work, but yeah. we just get to partner with him. But it's sometimes hard because it it's hard. It's hard because not because we're doing the work necessarily, but because it's hard to surrender. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to admit that you need help. Right. That you know? it's not on you. That's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're trying all that you can to bring this person to the Lord or, mm-hmm. you know, you've been studying with this person for forever, talking to this professor and it's like, I see nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's not on me. Like yeah. the Lord has to move in their heart. They like, maybe there's mm-hmm. still some softening of the heart that needs to happen that I can't see. That takes pressure off. Yeah. It's not like we cannot grow their faith. That is what the Lord does. Exactly. So for people in their groups, like how would you have the leaders even navigate connecting this to campus? Like Mm -hmm. the students are the ones actually out there in the classes, meeting with the professors. Like how do we talk about interacting with campus through reaping and sowing? That's good. Um, I think, I mean, just have conversations with people. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, even count how many conversations I've had in the Willie T library, just yeah. studying with people or in my friends' houses that don't know the Lord or even with professors. Like this stuff kind of, I mean, faith gets talked about 
People would say it doesn't get talked about frequently. I think it actually does. People just aren't blatantly saying it. We're not talking um, about it kindly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about it kindly. Um, but college is a time where a lot of people are trying to figure out what they believe yeah. because they're leaving their house for the first time and they may be away from their parents for the first time ever. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a time where they're like, oh, wait, I don't have to believe what my parents believed. I can figure out, do I actually believe what they taught me or do I not? Right. Um, and so a lot of people are seeking and they just don't mm. know what they're seeking for. But we know that we are made in the image of God. And so we are seeking after God. Like we want to, you know, we're just created to seek him and love yeah. him because he is our father. And so um, just don't be afraid of conversation. Like it can feel really overwhelming of, oh, I have to have all the right answers. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit will lead you like, and even if you do say something wrong, if you have a relationship and you're friends with them, you can always go back and be like, Hey, I actually maybe said this in a way that I didn't mean it. This is yeah. actually how I meant it. And, and that'll mean so much. To yeah. Them. They will respect you so much more for coming yeah. back and being like, Oh wait, they admitted that they were wrong. Yeah. And this that is actually so what they much. meant. So I think, you know, we can hear the word evangelism and it can be so scary to some people because it's like, oh, I have to go up to a stranger and, you know, tell them the whole gospel. And Mm -hmm. if I get it wrong, they're not going to come to know the Lord. And it's like, no, most of evangelism, at least in my mind, maybe this isn't true in your life, but most of it has come through being friends with someone first and then them asking me, Mm -hmm. why do you do it? Why do you do this in your life? Or why don't you, you know act this way. And mm-hmm. a lot of that just leads to more conversation, which, you know, you can give the surface level answer, but it's kind of that gut feeling of the Holy Spirit pushing you like, Hey, this is your chance. You yeah. can tell them more. Um, but also don't want people to hear like, even if you missed that opportunity, the Holy Spirit's going to give you more, like there will be more opportunities. Um, so if you miss it, don't put all this shame and guilt on yourself. Like, it is a learning process on how to share this. So. Yes. And in terms of like the general fear of like, how do I go and plant seeds or whatever? Like there really is such an open door on campus. Like Jenny was mm-hmm. saying, like it is the most transitional and transformational time in people's lives. Like they're figuring out who they are. Mm-hmm. Like there are, there is never a more open time in a person's life than when they are in college. Yeah. So like if it encourages you to like view like your time in college and your time on campus as like this complete wide open door to mm-hmm. the gospel, like you're not interacting with like 60 year old people that are set, have been set in their ways mm-hmm. for a long time. Like this is the time for them to hear the truth. And for these seeds, like the seeds that are planted when people are in college are the ones that like last lifetimes. So it's just such a great opportunity. So just be encouraged by that. Mm -hmm. Um, But opposite of encouragement, what do you think are maybe some like landmines that people Mm -hmm. might bump into while reading this passage in their groups, like random things that some people might bring up that could rub ruffle some feathers. Yeah. I think one of the things we've already kind of talked about this is that it's not our job to grow the seed. Like Mm -hmm. that is solely up to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Paul talks about it in first Corinthians 
maybe it's not there. I think it's in 1 Corinthians. I have this in my notes somewhere. Maybe I don't. Whatever. But he's basically like, um, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, and mm. it, but it's up to God to grow the seed. Um, something like that. You can look it up. If I'm wrong, please let me know. <laughs> um, but just that it's not up to us to grow it. Like we can do nothing out of our own power. It's us Mm -hmm. getting to partner with the Holy Spirit, getting to partner with God in his mission to bring his children back to him. It's not, oh, we are doing the saving. That is what Jesus did on the cross. And we Mm -hmm. cannot do that. Like it is done. It is finished on the cross. It's not our job to do. So, um, yeah, not our job to grow the seed. (laughs) Amen. So good. Well, do you have anything as like a final practical takeaway for them or any last words? Uh, I said this last week and I'll probably just say it again is just be bold in your faith. Like really go out there and have those conversations with people. Mm -hmm. It might feel uncomfortable. It might feel hard, but it's that part of kind of retraining your ways of doing things Mm -hmm. and it will get easier to share your faith the more that you do it. And so Mm -hmm. just keep you know, being bold and sharing, sharing the good news. Love it. Thanks, Jenny, for being on the podcast. If you guys have any questions, let us know. We're here for you guys. And love ya. Bye.